0: Why waste, waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston, press 28.0. Three, two, one. Hello, wonderful people on planet Earth. Thank you for joining us on the Life Out of the Box podcast. How are you doing today, honey?
1: Doing grand. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing good. I'm a little bit exhausted. We just went through a crazy adventure with Concord. We just got back recently, and we want to give our little summary of it because it was—it was honestly a magical event.
1: It was amazing. I mean, we had so many different feelings going into it. I think everyone did, just because. I mean, it's an event that's so close and dear to our heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and given the certain like the circumstances right now, it was like a race against time, and just yeah. there was just a, it was all very complex. But it was honestly a wonderful event. Mm-hmm. Everyone worked their butts off. And it was just as magical as it's always been. And, you know, I think that there was a lot of lessons learned while we were there. Mostly just, I mean, how do you, how do you put on an event like this (laughs) when there's still a pandemic going on and keeping everyone healthy and safe and, and whatnot, that was a top priority over everything. Right. And then, you know, how do you still continue to make and produce this magical, amazing event? That's like the Super Bowl of its, you know, niche. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, wow, eye-opening, wonderful, amazing experience.
0: It, w- it was. And I think that I want to start it off by explaining why it is so magical. Why was this year so magical? Yeah. So first off, we've been waiting two years for this. Like, holy cow, this isn't, it wasn't like just last year like normal. This was two years in the making to celebrate the seventieth anniversary, is that correct?
1: Yeah, the seventieth anniversary and man.
0: Anticipation was the as anticip- high as possible.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it you know, it was the seventieth anniversary and it was, you know, they had all of the best of show winners. Well not all of them, as many as they could gather. Yeah, a
0: significant amount for sure.
1: Which these are the best of the best. I mean they've won best of show and at so the, they-
0: at the biggest car event most world renowned car event
1: Hands down. Hands down. And so for them to all come and gather, it was such a special treat. You know, and it's just, you know, it's a one day museum on this beautiful, the most beautiful golf course. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, there's something about how ephemeral it is And one, it's one day museum. It comes and it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was two years in the making. And so I think every single moment, every single photo car person that we encountered and, you know, like just experienced during that week. It was, there was just such a deep level of gratitude that we mm-hmm. could be doing this. Absolutely. Like, that's what it was. It was anytime someone said, Hey, how are you doing? Are you stressed out? You know, cause it's a lot, it right. A lot. <laughs> as, as to be working and putting this event on, it's, it was a lot. It's of sh- not just one day. No, it wasn't. But my reaction, my response every time, no matter what was going on that day or that hour, or that minute was, I'm just so grateful we can all do this. So grateful that we're here right now. And because that's the truth. I mean, we, that the worst of the worst happened, right? We Mm -hmm. didn't, we weren't able to have it in 2020. That was the worst of the worst.
0: Right. It was very difficult. So you're alluding to the other thing that I want to emphasize of why was it so magical? Because you kind of mentioned this was a miracle of a window period of time that we could actually have this event. And there's, certain times where these waves come in and I am so grateful that it happened when it happened because this Delta variant is a pain in the booty and it was so unknown what's going to happen. I mean, I I felt very confident that the event was going to go down in a successful way, go down as in like, yeah, it's happening. But I was not confident that uh, we were going to endure some, Changes, you know, some government shifts. And because everything went down in this period of time, we were able to put it all together, make it happen, keep everyone as safe as possible. And everyone that was there knew the risk, knew what to prepare for. And I can confidently state everyone had a freaking great an awesome time.
1: Everyone had a wonderful time, and that's what it's really all about. It's about coming together and sharing this passion for preserving history and the excitement of what's to come in the automotive world, and and so much more. Also, it's all it's very much about camaraderie and like friends and and family and coming together um, on this magical week where everyone's just there for each other right Mm there for for each other there for the cars there to experience to make memories really it was making it's about making memories we saw a lot of you know families there together more so than i've ever probably seen which i thought was really kind of cool because i think the priority was let's we, uh, let's make this memory while we can I think right. that was the on on the top of the mind and and we spent so much time really going through the protocols and you know everyone at Pebble Beach was amazing I mean mm-hmm. the, the the concourse staff I mean the volunteers everyone was doing their best to keep everyone safe it was right. masks on inside it was you know and everyone adapted I mean if it changed from one day to the next it was okay we right. were all there together because we just wanted to ma- be able to have this right.
0: event we also extended the field, which is something that I'm very proud of. So normally the vent's on 18, and this year we also used the 17th uh, hole so that we could have the whole entire area to allow people to spread out more. And I liked it. I think this is gonna stay the way like forever. Why wouldn't they?
1: It was nice. It was there was more space. Yes, there were less people because we had to limit the capacity of Mm -hmm. amount of people wherever you know, there were a lot of it was just a lot of extra stuff. But I think in the end, because the priority was to make sure that everyone could have these memories, make this week that magical moment that they wanted it to be in a safe and healthy way then we all, we were all, it was like a team effort, really. I think right. on the participants, the people who were putting it on, and the resort itself, we all kind of gathered together. And that, to me, was one of my favorite parts about the whole week, was that there was, you you would, it's understandable that there would be tension, right? That there mm-hmm. would be, you know, we're all kind of stressed out in we're general. Trying but, to figure it out <laughs> Trying every to figure day. it out. But really, it, for the most part, it was everyone like, hey, I got your back, what do you need? Like, let's, mm-hmm. Let's do this together because otherwise I don't know if we can do this, but we did it and it was incredible. And I would say it was one of the best show fields. We missed a lot of our international friends. I would say that was the big, it was, they were missed, but we did put a a really great live show on for them to be able to watch and feel like they were, there and we did a whole social media strategy where it was behind the scenes so people could feel like they were you know there in the moment as much as they could yeah. from a distance so yeah
0: and it wasn't just the international entrance it was the international judges yep. the international guests we they were all missed and so it was a little bit different uh from the global event it has been in the past but i expect that to be better in 2022. i do have a question for you my yeah love. i want to know which class of cars meant the most to you or which ones mm. did you appreciate the most you can even pick a single car if you want yeah i think that this would be fun because i i don't know your answer i yeah. don't know if you know my answer so no, i don't know your answer. you want to go first you okay go?
1: well the one there are actually there's three and i think that they're okay the one of course is the best of show class because that just mm. shows I, can, I knew that it just shows <laughs> the yeah like the the ama- and there's a, these cars are all very different and you, you get to see through the years which ones were seen and judged as the best and you get to see really how judging has progressed and changed also right. uh, for the best of show the other one is the road race winners there were five of mm. them uh that's five road race pick. winners yeah the concourse started off as a road race within 17 mile drive in pebble beach and um it only lasted for a few years because it was a very dangerous race but mm-hmm. um all five road race winners gathered together mm-hmm. um and that's kind of amazing in of itself um but the one that i would say because those i think are just i choose those because that's a big part of the history of the Concord and it's the 70th anniversary that we're celebrating so right awesome the one is the electric car class, okay? Oh, yeah. And there was one car in particular. Well, there was a lot of great cars. Like
0: They uh, were all great. They were
1: all great. Like the chairman actually drove up onto the ramp in Thomas Edison's um, electric car, which I thought was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And then, um, But the one that I loved the most mm. was um, the electric car uh, from 1901. Okay, mm. there was an electric car from 1901. There was an older one from 1896 as well. <laughs> I
0: thought that you were going to say that one.
1: 1901, and it came with its original charger,
0: okay? Mm. It came
1: with the charging station. Like, it, <laughs> this was, I, I mean, if you guys get a chance, please look it up. Just like Google Pebble Beach Electric Car Class, you'll see it. It comes with this charger, and it's. it was built by General Electric, the actual charger plug-in, right? It was actually a plug-in, just like what you see today. And you get to see the back end of the, like, the mechanics of this charger. And it's just, I don't know. It, to me, it was one of those things where it just – kind of blew my mind that Mm -hmm. they actually had the original untouched charger from 1901 and untouched car from 1901 together. It was like, boom, a moment in history. And here we are trying to evolve that today.
0: Yeah. I spoke to the owner of that car and he mentioned that at the time of that car being created, there were only 4,000 something cars in the world total. And approximately 20, 23% of them were electric cars. Others were gas and steam. And he showed me the electric charging station that you're talking about. And that thing demonstrated to me, like what it said to me, it actually yelled at me. He yelled, Jonathan Button, electricity back in the day was super scary. And (laughs) really dangerous. I mean, it is... That these cords, you're just imagining like that much power and like you touch the wrong thing. It's all exposed. There's no like safety stuff like you have today. It's all out there yeah. right in front of you. And they're wrapped with different, not the electrical tape we use today they're like all haggard and you're like whoa well,
1: yeah and also it was using dc right it was using dark current instead of ac alternate current and with alternate current is the safer one mm. so i mean you really do start to see like how much electricity was being experimented on but i mean yeah. it worked
0: it looked like frankenstein's it machine did, like yeah. that switch you grab and From, you pull down yeah. and it's like vroom, yep. all of a sudden it's charging so cool it, it was a really cool piece also the license plate was so old that it was made of leather what? Isn't that crazy?
1: That, I didn't notice that. That is so cool.
0: Yeah. So anyways, that was a very good pick. I, I'm very surprised that you, you picked that car. I thought you were going to say Tom Edison's one because it's so significant. It I is mean, significant.
1: Well, you know, the, he's known as the grandfather of or the father of electricity. But, yeah. you know, don't forget about Nikolai Tesla. We, right. That's like a whole other episode we can get into about who actually was the more influential person in electricity, Nikola right. Tesla or Thomas Edison, but yeah, let's the, not the, discount that. The
0: one you picked was the way I described to people is it's one where you're just, there's no front or back seat. You're kind of in the front position the whole yeah. time. You're a driver in it. The one that Tom, Thomas Edison had was more one person's driving on the outside and people are inside where they can enjoy being covered and yeah, it was kind
1: of like a limo type. It was one yeah. to be driven in, not to yeah. drive.
0: Like a proper horseless carriage, exactly back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, those were that was a great class. Yeah. It also reminded me that this new generation of having these desires to want to drive a Tesla or these new electric vehicles, because there's a lot of new electric vehicles on the concept lawn. This is gonna go back to the root, and how many people actually know? that electric cars existed in the early 1900s, late 1800s. I know. I mean, it's crazy. You were alluding to the car that came out of the 1800s. Yeah. 1890s. 1890 1896, I think. Yep. And it was, what was it, a Riker? Is that correct? It was a
1: Riker. And it was, and it was amazing because the grandson of the guy, Mr. Riker,
0: mm-hmm. who built it. And he's an old grandson. And he's an older, <laughs> but
1: he brought it to the show. I mean, yeah. to me, it was, his name was Richard Riker. And oh, that to me is amazing. And then It's somewhat, like a single seat. It's a single seat. It's so seat tiny. And he it's was amazing. putting like the little batteries. I mean, it, it's a very big basic car but it's mm-hmm. to see the evolution and the progress of innovation in front mm-hmm. of your eyes from over a century ago right. is just it was incredible and there was another entrant who actually brought a Richard Riker's grandmother's car that his grandfather built for her mm. and that wasn't coordinated that just so happened to be accepted also which was kind of cool yeah so I, really old it was the oldest the 1896 that was the oldest car on, on the, the show whole field. field yeah yeah hands down
0: yeah, it was, it, that was a good pick, honey. I I think that electric cars are gonna have high potential of being something that people are gonna want to learn about because yeah. it is something that the younger generation's connecting with. Once you find out that electric cars existed back then, starts making you think a little. bit. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into. A, uh, I, I'm I'm not gonna. I am i am not going to i will quote one of the owners. He said. You know, my theory as to why we're not using electric cars is, and it really does become a bit theoretical because there's so much unknown. Why is it that gas, electricity, and steam, there's only one clear-cut winner? Yeah. And why did the others fail? Well, I kind of understand, like, your ability to keep a charge with an electric car is more difficult back in the day compared to now. Yeah. But at the same time, I do think there was a little bit of chit chat amongst uh, Rockefeller. And then we have the game changer, Henry Ford himself.
1: Yeah. Henry Ford actually was one of the first ones to, in America at least, to be experimenting with electric cars on a potential mass scale because of Thomas Edison. They were best friends. Mm-hmm. And so Thomas Edison wanted to experiment with electric cars. And, you know, his buddy Ford is the most successful American automotive manufacturer at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they were experimenting with it. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of theories out there. And I think actually, you know, the story will be told the more people get mm, into this. I hope so. You know, and the more these older cars are shown and and I, I really i mean we went to hybrid before electric even yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like there, the there's, first it's porsche
0: just, was technically a hybrid electric gas car
1: yeah exactly it's just you know it'll be really interesting to see how the story of you know do we need to know about the history of the electric car and why it didn't actually Hell come yeah, to fruition to yeah and <laughs> so then therefore seeing these cars from the early 1900s and late 1800s is absolutely a part of people of a making people care it about it. It
0: drives the curiosity. It does. Which helps us find the answers. It does, and we've got the
1: grandson of the guy who built it. We've yeah. got people still alive it's got who a lot of books. can tell the story who have been archiving. I mean, mm-hmm. they really are the ones who are bearing this history. And mm-hmm. even, you know, Richard Riker, he, he, he said, he's like, I'm really wanting to pass on the history of these cars of my grandfather yeah. to the public so that everyone can have access it to w- it.
0: It was so nice. He actually brought a package yeah. for the Concord Library. Yep. And he was like, "I just want to add this to your library. I'm sure you have an incredible one." And hell yeah, we do. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So, any way that we can get more information about it is just going to help us in the future understand the the back end story of something that's so influential today.
1: Yeah, I mean, see here, you're you're just hearing us the passion of cars that we both have, and then also our research background. Mm-hmm. You can nerd out about this all well, day. Yeah,
0: your dissertation was all on it. It was all on electric cars. Which is cars. crazy. Yeah,
1: I know electric, hybrid, and combustion. So yeah. But I want to know your class.
0: I I want. To, I want to tell my mine as well, but I want to say one more thing about the electric car oh, sure. as I'm geeking out. Yeah. The other thing that I found super interesting about the electric cars is that a lot of the ladies chose to drive electric cars mm-hmm. more often than men. And that actually makes sense to me. Me too. Because it, back in the day, some of these vehicles, I mean, you had to like spin crank to get them going. Yep. And then you have to adjust all these little things. Electric cars were the same as today. You literally sit in them. And you push, go. Yep. And it's easy. It's smooth. And it's well, quiet. Didn't, didn't we have? Was it Eleanor Roosevelt's yeah. electric car on the yeah, field?
1: Yeah, her daily driver in the White House. All yeah, around the White
0: House, just cruising an electric vehicle.
1: Like the, the the thing is, is it's quiet. That I mean, some people don't like the fact that they were quiet.
0: People are still hating on that. People and still I'm hate so on it. And out I'm like, by
1: it. you know what? The most, you know, th- the most endangered sound in the world is silence, guys. Yes. You know, and this is actually really there's there's noise pollution all over the place absolutely and this there you know it's understandable i think because if you think about back in the day in the early 1900s what women had to wear the corset you know like Mm -hmm. everything like a, i don't want to get dirty b i just kind of want to get in and it not be so bumpy and like my hair falls out you know like and gas cars
0: back then are dirty yeah they really are.
1: Yeah, in comparison. So it is it's it's super interesting. And um yeah, I mean when you see these and you see like I don't know, there was something about seeing that charger though and seeing <laughs> the chargers also in Pebble Beach that I was just yeah. they're both flat, like they're, the they're Tesla charger. Kind of similar. And they're and the plug even is circular and it's like, Whoa, <laughs> this this is this crazy. is life comes full circle. That's really, really weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: like over a century old. Yeah and they actually do seem very similar. Yeah. Like wow. In it design. was it was pretty amazing. Great so it. I I wanted to actually save mine for the next episode okay. because we're obviously like really passionate about like the fun talk about. and adventure that we had at Concord. I do have a few cars and categories that I want to discuss and I did I forgot about the electric cars till you reminded me yeah. and I think it's so important that we like discuss the whole electric car movement. We've talked about electric cars a lot in this mm-hmm. show, but we've never really talked about the history of the electric car it's
1: true we can even get into some of the concept cars that were debuted which are pretty cool and all definitely have to do with electric yes electricity so so
0: we will continue to talk about this and we appreciate you all listening
1: yes we will talk to you tomorrow talk to you then bye, bye.